0: Get on up. Get up! Get on up! Stay on the scene! Get on up! I like a sex machine! Get on up! Oh, wait a minute! Shake your arm! Good morning! Saturday morning! Of the Kids Studios, the Nine floors up here, College I Square, like Sam Crinshaw. Minus Greg. I got Eric Slaughter other side of sure the glass. Welcome into weekend mornings, the Saturday morning edition. So glad I you with right us from right six on. until ten this morning. And waking up in the area, uh, folks around the metro Atlanta area. Last weekend was the holiday weekend. Some folks were out of town or on the move or driving or going places. And still may doing doing some of that this week. But most folks are probably back in place. And, you know, it's early on a Saturday morning. Been hot this week. But so much has happened in the sports world, too. Well, we got some things going on we can talk about this week. Got some great guests coming up uh, this week. Got some history uh, possibly being made today by a former Atlanta resident. We're going to have someone that's uh, going to chime in and tell us about that. Uh, Falcons were in Mercedes-Benz Stadium yesterday. We're going to get into that. If you didn't can't get a chance to get down there and, and see them work out, uh, see them in action. Uh, it was great to, to see them on the field there and see the crowd come out and get behind It just gave a different energy to it. was down there. We're going to hear some the sound from Coach Arthur Smith and some of the players. Uh, their reactions to working out uh, together for the first time this year in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, That and so much more as we continue with you on this Saturday morning. I'm not going to do a good morning, Georgia, like Greg would normally do. But I am going to say shout out and wake up to the folks down in Sharpsburg. uh, You know, how you guys doing down in that inner town, Coeta County? Um, Mike Bell's neighborhood, right? So good. You know know what? Uh, Just go to Mike's house today. Knock on the door and see what he got on the grill for you. Yes, just yes, and, and and tell and him
1: and tell him Sam sent you. <laughs>
0: tell him Sam sent you. Go <laughs> over there. Just to take you an empty plate and say, "Hey, man, I heard you got some on the grill today." See, see what you get.
1: If you show up with a lawnmower or a weed whacker, he'll welcome you because yeah, you know he yeah. says all the time he's not. You know he used to be listening. He's used to that condo lifestyle. Yeah, he's not totally into the whole you know yard work and maintaining a house type yet stuff yeah, yet. So, you yeah. know, good morning to Mike. I, 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 you know, you got to <laughs> get up early and get that stuff done before the sun gets up. That's yeah, how you're supposed to do that. Yeah,
0: you, you get it done early, man. If not, it's going to be blistering out there later on today. the day. So you don't want that, man. You want to get out there get and that, get that all done uh, down in that end of town. But shout out to everybody down that way. Let's see. Started last night. Well, last night, the Braves were winners last night. And, of course, that's, that's a good thing. It's been, you know, up and down, up and down. With them, they continue, but now they won three in a row. And they win it by score 3-1 over Colorado Rockies. And you figure the Braves ought to really do some eating. It's time to sit down and really just feast on this Colorado team that's having its struggles this year. And the Braves get a 3-1 win. They had to go 10 innings to get it. Uh, that was good. Max Freed had an excellent outing, eight full innings, surrendered only two hits, and no earned runs. Um, four strikeouts. So great, great outing for him. And A.J. Mentor picks up the win. Uh, Kinley Jansen with the save, and the Braves get the win. 3-1 final score as uh, they, they get the victory. So we keep an eye on that team. They're going to play today, and I think the city uh, unis are the ones that the Rockies are going to wear today. And If you haven't had a chance to go on social media and get a look at those uniforms, it's really unique what they're doing. They're really stepping outside of the box. A lot of the NBA, I guess, you know, and having a, a, a different type of identity uniform, but they're due to use it, wear that uniform. In this uh, today's game uh, against the Braves, so we'll see. Hope it doesn't bring him any good luck. Hope the Braves beat him, and you know maybe those uniforms disappear. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. But like I said, the Braves win, Mets lose, and so uh, the standings: Braves eight and a half back. If you're watching standings, if you do you do that at this stage of the season? Does that
1: matter, Eric? When you... when the number is above five, you you watch it. Really? Yeah. When you're close, you don't watch it. I mean. Think about it. I can think of maybe twice in recent history that a team has come back in the second half of the season from a big deficit. But that's not the position you want to be in. you know. So don't you want to get that number to around four or five, no more than six by the time the All-Star game rolls around? I mean, we're in June. Yeah, we are. So All-Star game's next month. You do not want to go post-All-Star break and still be eight, nine games out. You don't. Yeah. So find find sometime in the next month to get three games. If you can find three games back, and you say, "Oh, we're five games back now," you you you're fine because you got at least eight games against them down the stretch. So, yeah. but no, yeah, you're looking at that number, and you also, I mean, by this point, you gotta start looking at that wild card, the wild, wild card standings. Yes, yeah, true. So you know, yeah, absolutely. You're looking at that number, and you're watching it because you've put yourself in a big hole.
0: You have. Well, speaking speaking of holes. Uh, the team that was right there had been neck and neck with the, with the Braves sometime. The Philadelphia Phillies fired their manager yesterday. Joe Girardi, see you. Uh, and promptly the Phillies go out and win last night. I don't know if there's a connection with that or not. Um, but he's gone. And that uh, was a surprise to me. It was a surprise uh, to let a manager go at this stage. And, I mean, they're 11 games back. Um, they're not doing what people thought they were going to do. I'd expect Philadelphia to be a, be a contender and really challenge, but they are right there neck and neck with the Braves a, a week ago. Um, but Joe Girardi out and Philadelphia, and we'll see what happens with that team and this season if they you know, it's get down to buy and sell time. If they're going to be out there buying and selling, they may be one of those teams that do that. And hopefully the Braves can continue in this trend that they're going in and won't have to be in that category. We will we'll know that we're not going to be buying. We may be be buyers for sure, but not sellers when it comes to that time for the for the season and deciding we're going to go and try to properly defend this championship and get back to the World Series again and try to make that back-to-back championship. When it's a hard thing to do, folks. It's a hard it's hard just to get there the first time, but to make it a second time, it's uh, you know it's difficult to do. Spencer Strider going to get another start uh, for the Braves. Uh, the day of the day's game is record at one and two our Atlanta dreamed fall last night at home and it's tough lost to uh, Chicago 76 73 65 um, and the team is, has such a great start this season their record is now at six and four and uh, my goodness Ryan Howard was held below 10 points um first, you know don't see that happen with her very much She's, he didn't have the best night but Cheyenne Parker had a good good night for the dream at 19 points, six rebounds. And as a team, they recorded a season low, 12, uh, 12 turnovers. So they taking better care of the basketball, but still you had people like Candace Parker who came through and made some clutch baskets down the stretch for Chicago. They win it by score 73, 65 over Atlanta dream back in action tomorrow, 3 PM down at the gateway center against the Indiana fever. Um, things that happened this week. Um, and I don't know about you, Eric. I, I, um, I ventured to the movie theater this week. I have not
1: been since COVID started. What you go see? I was
0: Top Gun Maverick. How was it? It was outstanding.
1: So, is it a type of movie that you need to see in the theater? I think so. Did you do the? Do you, you want to hear something crazy? What's that? I didn't know they had 4D theater exper- experiences. Mm-hmm. Now you can do that. You can get you know, the seats moving and and, and mist <laughs> on you. If it's I, I did not know this. I heard about this. On some radio station, people talk about go see it in four D. Where is a four D theater? Do you even know where four D theater is no, in Georgia? The
0: one I went to wasn't. I'm, I'm sure we got them around. Okay.
1: Though. Did you do IMAX or anything like that? No, you just, just went to regular theater.
0: Regular theater and some great fresh popcorn.
1: Oh, I, oh yeah, I heard that's your thing. That, okay. That, man, that that your that boy Greg me. said you'll go to the theater just to get the popcorn. Yeah, I, I will. But <laughs> but I, but I, I actually
0: went to the movie. <laughs> okay. I actually went to the movie along with the popcorn. Okay. So and and, and it was most excellent. Okay. Uh, both the movie and the popcorn. So, so I highly recommend.
1: This is the deal. Yep. I, I want to see it, but I uh, I was strolling through the internet a couple of days ago, and people talking about you know if you are first off if you're under the age of thirty, you may not have seen the first one. Yeah, you know, I can't even remember much. So I will see the first. I will go back. And watch I, the first I, one. I don't know how to find it. I'm guarantee you, it's probably on some streaming service somewhere. Oh, I'm sure.
0: it, yeah. it, it has to be available right now yeah. because you, you're right. There are a lot of people who may not remember it. Uh, you have a whole generation that is coming. Yeah. They've heard about it from parents or from relatives that how, how great that one was, mm-hmm. and they've taken the time to go watch. And you're familiar with some of the characters, right? Exactly right.
1: the backstories. Now the thing, this is media and movies, and like I said, I haven't been to movie theater since COVID started. But but pre-COVID, when these mega blockbusters came out. I always waited probably three or four weeks because I don't want to be in there like I'm at the baseball game smushed up in a seat. Yeah, I, I'll wait because I'm a patient well, man. Well, well usually, so, you know,
0: right now, you go to a movie theater and they probably have it in multiple theaters. Right. And yeah, so exactly. The, one, the place I went to, they were showing it in, 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 in several theaters. So. so
1: was the theater full,
0: half full, three quarters? About three quarters. Okay. You know, so it's fine. I had space when nobody up, up on on me. You know.
1: Now, now, was you in the type of theater that has the the reclining seats, or or actually some of the theaters now got like lazy boys and stuff yeah, like Yeah, oh man, that. you go in that place, you don't want to leave. I've been, I've been to one of the <laughs> with, <laughs> with the lazy boys. Place, oh man, you don't want to leave. Yeah, yeah. You so know. that's what I'll do, but. Yeah. Uh, um, that may be the first movie I'll go see. I got to look at the calendar. You know, I'm, I'm worker bee, so I don't yeah. get many days yeah. off. But
0: I, I, You know what? I happened to come up for air, and I had some time this <laughs> week. I said, is. you know, I came up for air, and I was like, you know what? Because we were here through Monday morning last right, week. Right, right, yeah. Uh, and I was r- here Monday out. afternoon. So, Yep. So, uh, But uh, the next day, I just came up for air a little bit and said, you know what? You got a little time. Why don't you go and, go and check it out? So, uh, so I did. Top Gun Maverick. Get a chance to go see it. There it check is. Check it out. I think you will enjoy it. Um, boy, we got a lot of ground to cover today. Uh, French Open Tennis Championships. And then if you know, you know I am a person who follows a lot of tennis. And we have one who spent her early childhood in this town, uh, in uh, Coco Golf, who is on the verge of making a lot of history. She's already made a good bit of history this week. She turned 18, graduated from high school, and now she's in the finals of the French Open singles and doubles. She has a chance for the Daily Double today. Uh, and we'll see that. People talk about who's next as far as the future of a, of American tennis. Uh, she's going to put that on for you. And we're going to spend some time with Jewel Peterson in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, she was one of the first coaches uh,
1: for her. It's just, a, it's just a tot. just just a, a toddler. Gotcha. And uh, went out on the court with her. So the Daily Double, how many times has that been done? Has it ever been done? I'm assuming Serena and Venus may. Have
0: yeah, done that, it. They, she, they they have There's, Serena and Venus. They won that before. And you know what's what's odd? Okay. Right now, they're going to be the topic of conversation throughout this broadcast today. Right. For a number of reasons, obviously because you know of their presence. You know, you got Swatek the, the the number one seed, who's closing in on a record for consecutive match wins that Venus and Serena have held those records. She's moving in on that. And also because of the influence, obviously, on Coco Golf, but the names have come out for the players who have, uh, you know, submitted to be a part of Wimbledon, and both Williams sisters' names are not on the list for Wimbledon. And you start to wonder, you know, you start to wonder, you know, if they were gonna, if they, there'll be a return, if Serena's gonna come back, and everyone's waiting to hear, nobody hears anything, and you start to wonder. If the lights going
1: out, could it be that the light could it be that the light is going it, out? If she has got over her mental hurdle, saying I don't have to get that record, it's over. Because that's the only thing she's got, right? Yeah. She's done everything. Else. So is it one more major win, and she's got the most majors for any female tennis player? If she can look in the mirror and say I don't need it, she's done. You the, think so? She, she's not you playing so. for money. No, oh, she's definitely not, not. She's not playing for legacy. No, she's enjoying motherhood. Yep. You know, she's a, Is she married now? Or, yeah, married, married, married. Mom. So, so, so if she can look herself in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm okay being tied for the most women's finals ever. I don't have to be the, the you know the all time leader. That fire's burned.
0: And she does direct TV commercials in the Wonder Woman outfit that looks most excellent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> Wasn't they in a, in, a, in a mall or something like that? Yeah, doing yeah. that? <laughs> so, so there it is. You know, there it uh, is. So there it you is. know, that, that's, you want to see her
0: hit the tennis ball, look for the, the uh, direct TV commercials. That's where we've seen her all season long. But the list is out for those. Um, and there's still a chance she could get always because she's won. They both have won there in the past. So they could get a wild card if they decide to, to go in and play the tournament that way. Um, but right now their names are not on the entry list. Or Wimbledon, either of the Williams sisters, which, uh, that, like I said, that's going to be a com- c- big topic of conversation as people watch the women's championship match uh, coming up today. So that is coming up. Um, NBA news. There's some NBA news taking place. Obviously, in the next segment, we're going to get into things as far as the Celtics and the Warriors and that first game and what to expect in game two. I and mean, Golden State get off to another start like they got it into the first game and then watch the Celtics just slowly and methodically walk them down and take over the game. Can that happen again? Can that defense really clamp down? Who is that second person going to come along with Steph Curry? He got up to a great start, but nobody really came along with him scoring. They got to have that in order for Golden State to do what we feel like that team is capable of doing. I'm seeing a seven-game series now. I don't know about you, and I wondered how things would affect that that first game um, you know, didn't see Golden State dropping that first game at home, and it just changes the outlook so much, so much for the entire series. Eric, I don't know what you're thinking.
1: Well, I think, and uh, we're gonna go to break, and we will talk about that on the other side. Okay, there okay. it is. Okay, okay, we're gonna talk about that.
0: We're just getting started. We're gonna come back more NBA talk. Corey McCartney gonna talk Braves talk later on, and of course, we're gonna talk. You are going to talk French Open and more. Falcons talk as well about the big workout yesterday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's all coming up as you stay with us this morning until 10 a.m. Sam minus Greg. We're going to put an APB out so we can't find that guy. Just get started on this Saturday morning. Go Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com.
1: Celtics will hold the ball in midcourt, run the clock off, ball game's over. 120-108, to 108, your final. Boston takes game one in shocking fashion here at Chase Center.
0: In call, courtesy of Warriors Radio, 120-108, the final score. Boston Celtics over the Golden State Warriors in game one of the NBA Finals. Welcome back in the weekend mornings on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Sam Crenshaw, we're in the minus Greg Clarkson. Like I said, we're going to find out where he is. Of course, Eric Slaughter is on the other side of the glass with me this morning. And uh, we talked about how uh, a big surprise it was to see Golden State fall in that first game at home. You play all season long and you work hard in the playoffs to get that home field, a uh, home court advantage. And you got your first two games at home. You've had some time to rest while Boston was still playing and working things out against Miami, and you go out there and Curry gets you off to this tremendous start, just flying out of the gate, and yet you lose the game.
1: You got to play 48 minutes, and you better learn how to defend the role players, not the star players, Okay, Okay. the role players. So, you know. I can't wait to Sunday. It, can it be Sunday now? Because game two <laughs> is going to be amazing. I hate how they get a spoiled all playoffs long with the game every night or every other night, and then they spread these finals out, baby. They spread them out big time. Yeah, they yeah. spread them.
0: Well, they give you time to watch the NHL. They give you time to watch the you – know, they, they, to me, they give hockey some time. <laughs> you go out there. But, yeah, it is a long wait between the two games. Um, a lot to happen, a lot to process and it gives us time to talk about it obviously but i'm with you i was i was stopped by a spot last night and the guy was like man there's no basketball tonight you know
1: yeah yeah, yeah you get you get like i said it's just I mean, what was the old slogan you used to, have to, you used to say? Forty days and forty games and forty nights, and I mean, yeah, you know, you start out with three nights a game, three games a night, and you go down to two games a night, and then you have a a game every other night, and now you're like, uh, uh, I need my fix, I need my fix, <laughs> because we've gotten down to the
0: good part, and we feel like these may be the very best games we've known throughout these playoffs. We've had some big blowouts, we had some games that we weren't expecting, one sided games. We think that these games will be tight, competitive games. And I wrote myself on my social media, I said, okay. I, I, I can I can live with six more of these. I could easily live with six more games that competitive, that exciting, that well played, that well coached, and that's what I think. we're I hope we're going to see uh, starting with game two coming up tomorrow night. A lot to talk about in the series, and one of the guys you know who did some things. Obviously, was Jason Tatum. We look at him in the game; he had twelve points. You expect to get more from him, but he had these thoughts uh, thoughts after the game. And that was kind of his his message from day one, just to challenge me to be. You know the best player that I can be, um, and improve. You know other areas of my game. Talking about the coach challenging him uh, to be even better, uh, and that's the thing we talk about. Coach Adoka U- and the fact that he's the first time as a head coach in this arena, uh, but he seemed to be so well prepared for this and and and, and so re- ready for this. And everybody knows about his coaching background and right. the people that he chance to work alongside.
1: Now, now, coach. So, how do you do? You say you Doka or Adoka? I'm, I'm saying Udoka. Okay, Udoka. Okay, so I, I didn't know that he came from the Popovich tree. I just yes. learned that. Yes. You know.
0: And so, and, I mean, but, but, but Popovich I mean, so, is hanging over this whole thing. Right. Well, think about He's it. So, if, if,
1: if the Celtics pull this out, that means Popovich can claim the Budenholzer experience from last year because yep. Budenholzer came from the Popovich tree, yep. even though it seems like forever ago. Yeah. And now Mr. Yudoka. But, but, but so did Kerr. It's. That's what I'm saying. Wow, he's hanging yeah. over. Yeah, okay. hanging over
0: this whole thing.
1: Now I know Kerr pay, played, played, played for Pop, played, played for him. but he never coached under because Kerr got his first job coming off the because he went from a player to an executive, right? Executive to an analyst, and an analyst to a coach, right? But yeah, Pop, you but, know, but but he, he he played for him. with the with the he played you know a Pop with a little bit of Phil Jackson mixed in.
0: Just just a little bit. A
1: little bit. Yeah. Oh, man. That, how about yeah, that? That, yeah, all right. Yeah. You, you know, know we, we, so. there's
0: a lot of, lot of lineage uh, when you talk about the coaches that we're watching. Yeah. And uh, you, you kind of figure out, okay, it's no accident that these guys are where they are right now. Let's hear from Coach. Um, you talk a little bit about, uh, about the team and how they had to be, uh, you know, being tough and very resilient and uh, his thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, that's kind of who we've been all year. Uh, tough grinders, you know, resilient group that we can always always know we can rely on our defense to kind of buckle down when needed.' Um, weren't, like I said, weren't playing our best in the first quarter. Curry got loose, didn't score in the second quarter and we held them to 22, got ourselves back in the game. They had another big third quarter due to some of our mistakes and a lack of physicality on our part and then we can lock down again and play great in the fourth. and so we always rely on that and um, impressive against a really elite scoring team.
0: An elite scoring team, but as the saying goes defense wins championships. Um, you know, And you just wondered, between the teams that played for the Eastern Final, between Miami and, and Boston, which one would come out. You figure it was going to be a physical series because both played excellent defensively all season long, especially in the playoffs. Um, you wondered which one would get there. And so Boston's the team that emerged. They get into the championship, uh, into the final against Golden State. You know Golden State's the team that can outscore most folks. And so that's the big test for that defense. Can they get out there and slow things down? But let's talk about our homeboy a little bit. Jalen Brown, um, back in the Bay Area, and they made much of that the fact that he played the season out of Cal Berkeley, and we know he's from the area, uh, stand out of Wheeler High School. And like I said, I've been I've watched this guy really transform himself into this great NBA player. Fantastic high school player. Yeah. But I mean, to watch him work right now and the confidence he's got in the perimeter game. He always could drive to the basket and do those things, but to have the perimeter game that he has now, he's really worked.
1: He's got perimeter game, he's got mid-range game, he's got a slash game, and think about it. This was the guy that they said, "Mm, maybe he's the one we should trade away. Yeah. I mean, did you remember the conversation when they said, oh, maybe the Hawks would be interested in Jalen Brown? And no, he ain't going nowhere. (laughs) now. Uh, I mean, (laughs) Have they paid him yet? No, they have. I don't think they have yet. Uh
0: they go they go uh, to.
1: The agent is got about to say, okay, let's start having these conversations. I mean, I don't think he made any of the all NBA teams, so he's not eligible for that Supermax yet. But whenever it comes up, it's going to be plentiful and beautiful. 24 7 and uh seven rebounds,
0: and five assists I'll go with 24 points. A big effort, your first time playing on, on that stage in the NBA championship game. And uh, here's his thoughts about, you know, the team uh, and being tested and ready for the job.
1: We battle tested. We've been through a lot. We've been through a lot of experience, a lot of a lot of losses. Um, so um, we know what it takes to win. So uh, I give credit to every guy in that locker room from top to bottom. Um, we got a, a great resilient group, and the chain is only as strong as his weakest link. So. Everybody comes to work every
0: single day. It's an all-around collective effort every single night, and everybody did their job. Yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. Big game. Let's see if he can back that up and get it. But the story to me for this Boston team has been Al Horford. And uh, you, when you talk about him, you can't help but smile a little bit if you remember him uh, coming to the Hawks after winning back-to-back NCAA championships at University of Florida with team with Joachim Noah um, and coming to Atlanta and being the person that made the difference. He arrives here in town and it, 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 he was that part of that ingredient. The team needed to make it to the playoffs. In fact, i, I share this with you, Eric. You know, the, the first season they make the playoffs and the Hawks had not been to the playoffs, I think, in nine seasons. And uh, he, he's a rookie on this team. Yeah. And, and, and Mike Bibby comes in and the combination of those of him with well, this just maturity mm-hmm. from having played the, the, the full-time in college and then you know, Mike Bibby, the experienced yep. veteran. And, and Joe Johnson. And Joe Johnson. and um, you know, those guys made a difference. You had Josh Smith.
1: Josh Smith. Yeah. I mean, they made that team. I'm, I'm going through my history banks. They were a 38-win team. Yeah. Qualified to be eighth. Yep. Zajab with his heart. Oh, yeah, man. You know, you know what I mean? Took Celtics to seven. Yeah. And um, I really thought that Hawks' young nucleus would have made some more noise in the playoffs in years to come it just couldn't happen. He never get past you the know. second round. He if if Horford and of course he was a you know a big body guy then and stretch fours and fives were really just starting to get introduced into the NBA cuz he didn't have this three-point ball that he has now yeah. with the Hawks. And speaking of here I got one more soundbite for you. This was the the changer of the game from uh Thursday night Leads Derek White, attacks baseline. Derek White to the corner. Pritchard closed down by Wiggins. Kick out Horford. He's open for three. Got it. Stomp him, stomp him. Getting right back in this puppy. You ain't going too fast yet, Golden State. (laughs) (laughs) That was (laughs) Celtics Radio Network. And that was it. Once they took that lead, they never gave it back. And it went from, they went from like down eight to up eight or ten in like a blink of an eye. And Golden State was like, what happened? Yeah. I mean, oh, I, I was watching it, and um, I was like – I remember during the halftime, Stephen A. Smith and Magic were talking, and they said, you know, for us who picked the Warriors in game one, we in trouble. Yeah. And then the Warriors come out in the third quarter, jump back out again, Yeah. and then the, what is it about that fourth quarter? That fourth quarter just – as, uh, as coaches I always know would say, you got to finish. Yeah. You got to finish.
0: You got to play all four. You got to play all four. Al Horford finishes with 26 points. Six rebounds and three assists. You know, I, I, when the Hawks went to play the Celtics in that series, I, I went to Boston twice uh, for the fifth game and for the seventh game. And uh, I'm sitting there, and, and obviously the Boston crowd, you know, and, and you watch Boston down through the years. He's like, all right, man, I wouldn't want to be around these folks at the game, you know, the way they carry. carrying them. I'm sitting there, and here I am right in the middle of them. So, yeah, these are the folks I watched on TV for years, and, and here they are. Somehow a group of guys detected that I was from Atlanta. And they said, Are oh, you from Atlanta? And it's like I'm like I'm surrounded by a bunch of folks that sound like President Kennedy. Hawks fan here. Look at this guy's Hawks fan. You know <laughs> But you know what they said after they got through Josh and, me and giving me down the river? They said, You know what? We like your number fifteen. Okay. And you think he's kind of special. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know they they saw something for
1: fourteen years. Could you imagine fourteen how ironic, years? How ironic! How ironic that yeah. those
0: guys. You know, it's just like Yankees fans, yeah. you, they, they look at the game with a different set of eyes yeah. because of what they've seen for yeah. so many years.
1: Yeah, they they they, know, they respect talent when they see it. They're going to rib you. Yeah, they're going to josh you, but they be, res, game respect game.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they, they really did, and and they admired Al and the fact that man, you know, he you guys got some kind of special down there. And I'm thinking to myself, you may not like him in a few years. Well now they're loving him because he's on their team, he's wearing their uniform. But I just want to share that, you know, having been up in, in T D Garden when the Hawks went there to play the playoffs and how the Boston fans were already looking at Al Horford with a, with a, with a with a different side of a different set of eyes. How,
1: how big was the expense report for that trip?
0: Hey, we're not talking about it. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> We're going to give them more about the NBA Finals coming up in the next hour. We we'll talk more about beginning we'll to dive into things with the Warriors coming up in the eight o'clock hour. But up next, let's do some Braves talk, huh? Let's round third and hit for home. Coming up next, Braves talk here on a Saturday morning. Sports Radio 1990 Game at 1990 gamecom You can hear us everywhere on Odyssey. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game and 929 Game.com. Sam Crenshaw, nine floors up in the Kia Studios. Beautiful uh, sunrise this morning as we get the, look the sun reflecting off the buildings here in wonderful Midtown. Hope all is well wherever you are on this Saturday morning, that you're traveling safely if you have to move about around the metro Atlanta area. Also saluting those who are always out there working hard and out there doing things we have to do, our essential workers, our first responders, and people who are, you know, there's never really an off time for them. They're, they're, they're always, always working, always getting things done. Um, you know, so we think about them and salute them always uh, for being on the job for us, uh, be it during the week or be it on the weekend. Uh, they're out there doing what they have to do, and we appreciate it.
1: You know, I, I give a respect to the construction guys on 20 and 85. Now, see, they're closing up because they do that overnight work. But I saw them, you know, when we were when I was driving in this morning at – you know, the crisp 4, 45 a.m. Yeah. drive, but, you know, yeah. they are pulling those cones up, and I'm like, man, they've been out there probably since 8 or 9 o'clock, Yeah, put those cones down, now they pull those cones up, they go home to sleep all day and do it again. That's something. Yeah. You know, I met a guy, and um, he retired from, uh, I guess it's the GDOT, the Georgia D-O-T, Department D-O-T. Mm-hmm. D-O-T. and I was like, what did you do for your career? He said, I worked on I-20, and I'm like, what do you mean? He said- there's always something yep. on I twenty. Yes, that he said for thirty years. I worked from either from all the way from Augusta <laughs> to what's the last town Tallapoosa or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he said right, from right. from one end to another. I worked on I twenty my entire career of working for the Georgia Department of Transportation. I was like you, wow, Isn't that amazing. You know, he said all we do is go from one parter to the next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, <man>. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, And some and sometimes they're there and it, it works. They work on a certain area for
1: yeah. a long period of time. You like can work a certain area for like two years. He said. Yeah. he said. He said I can do the. We can do the same two miles for two years. And you was like, When are they going to get this done? Yeah. No. You know. And then I, I know I heard you guys talk about. I know you. You hear um, the guys in daytime talk about their new four hundred spaghetti junction project that's yeah. been years in yes. the making. The, yes. Uh, um, I think you know. There's more con- some construction than on the south side, of, but yeah, you know, the interstate infrastructure. Yeah, you know, with this city, the way f- how fast it grows, what can you do?
0: And we keep building apartments, so more folks can get here. So we got to get more lanes, right? Yeah, apartments
1: that nobody can afford. Nobody. <laughs> but the people keep coming for them. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I remember when I moved here in the '90s, and everybody said, "Oh man, you can go to Atlanta. You can, you can get yourself a four bedroom mansion for five dollars." <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they used to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. You come to Atlanta, man. You get yourself, you know, you know, you get yourself an a, a acre of land and and, and and a house. You ain't never, you know, like 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 the Waltons or keep yeah. up with the Beverly Hillbillies, <laughs> and, and it costs you a bucket, you know, a, a buck 05 five. But not now. Uh, Maybe no. a
0: mill five. Yeah, is, really, is, uh, really. The really. house
1: price is mad.
0: Yeah. It's crowded, but folks keep showing up. Uh, they they really do, folks, and we welcome you. Welcome you coming. You know, come on, come on down. We will we we'll, we we'll make some room for you some kind of way around here. Because we, we just want to be around this area and do the things that we do here. Get to do here in town. One thing we get to do we get to watch a baseball team. Uh, they're world champions. That's it. We are the home of the champions. Uh, you know, Braves. Of course, you know, two steps forward, two steps back for much of this season. So far, but it seems like we may be on the road to, to breaking out from that right now. He's now won three in a row with a 3-1 victory last night over the Colorado Rockies, And we figured at this juncture of the schedule, we're going to hit some teams that we ought to be able to, to make some hay against. And, and Colorado, you know, kind of fits that bill. They're a team that's kind of ripe. They're kind of sitting there, and the Braves can come in and, and play some good ball. You got some hitting, some timely hitting that's starting to come around for this team. But last night, they got on the board in a different way.
1: 68 lifetime with
0: the bases loaded six grand slams off the glove of Diaz coming home is Duvall the throw will get away Atlanta has taken the lead yep I think this is from Rockies Network we got that one
1: no, nope, that is Bally's. That was our friends that was at Bally's. Bally's. Okay. That, it wasn't Chip Carey last night. Okay. Don't know okay. whose voice that is, but that's our friends at Bally's. On
0: TV. Okay, well, maybe that's Bally's from out there because I yeah. think the
1: game, the game I watched last night was on Apple. Oh, okay. Well, is streamed. that what it is? It was okay. Streamed. All it was right. On Apple the the last notes night. I got said Bally's, so. Okay. Um, well, maybe we, we maybe appreciate something. whoever it was. We yeah. appreciate it. Make sure we always give <laughs> credit. But 10 innings. I think they, I've read somewhere, is that the first time in the history of Coors Field that they played the Regulation Nine without a run being scored? Really? Yeah. I mean I, I may don't quote me on that, but yes,
0: I I'm seeing this only second second time. Second time. Yeah. We score this after nine innings because wow. the ball just jumps out of the ballpark up. Wow. There.
1: And w- what the cores open in the, in the mid 90s, 93, maybe 94 Yeah, because they're right along the time with with, with Camden Yards, yes, they're yeah. right, right along
0: the same wow. time. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: 30 years almost. Yeah. And I mean, but like you said, you know, you can hit a what, what's a routine fly ball in most parks is in the upper deck, yeah, at Coors Field because yeah. of the thin air, yeah. you know. And a lot of guys and patted their home run stats. Imagine if somebody like Babe Ruth or uh, yeah. uh, uh, if our guy Hank Aaron would have yeah. played, played. Wow! <laughs> e- even if even if you played, you know, ten games a year there, what could have what could have added to their home run total? Yeah, I mean, I mean, balls that they
0: hit that they were caught on the warning track, yeah, like know, that, in the fifth row, sixth yeah. row, seventh row, <laughs> fifth, sixth, seventh row in that one. Um, so that was good to see the Braves. You know, get that. But they had to go to the 10th inning. And uh, Greg Olson comes up and helps uh, secure the victory.
1: Nobody holding him on third. Shot to left field.
0: Acuna scores. Second run comes in. 3-0 Atlanta. Mm And that was, of course, Matt Olson. Gonna make make, make make that correction. I keep thinking about the other Olson that played for the Braves while back. Matt Olson delivering that and the Braves get the win 3 1. You hear the
1: crowd? Yeah, well, they said it was loud. They said the, the the crowd was doing the Braves chant by the end of the game.
0: Braves get a lot of a big following. Of course, the place they just left, they had a lot of fans. Arizona. In, yeah, in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. San Diego is another place. Right. I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. of the naval installation or whatever. But they go and play in uh in Colorado. And you know, it's nice to hear. Because we always have certain teams that come to play here and their folks try to take over. Cubs, place. Mets. Yeah, right, you know. Giants. It, it's yeah. neat yeah. when you see the Braves go and play
1: in some other cities and you hear that crowd. Well, they say that still the, goes back to the TBS effect. it has been a few years now. Yeah, but it goes back to the, the old effect that you got generations or, I mean, I don't know if those are, I mean, you got to be, you know, Probably thirty years older, thirty years older, older now. But when the Braves were on, I mean, I grew up in Maryland. I used to see the Braves all the time, and I and back then I didn't understand that you know Turner Broadcasting was based in Atlanta. That's why the Braves were on yeah. TV in Maryland. I just kind of asked, them, why is this team on TV every single night? <laughs> and now that you know, I grew up saying, oh, that's why the genius of Ted Turner yeah. saying I'm gonna buy myself a TV station and put my team. In every major market. And get me this satellite dish and put it out in yeah. the backyard. And there ooh, it everybody is. Everybody's going to get to see him all over the place. You know, I, I, I was so glad that we had TBS in my house because wrestling came on like three nights a week. <laughs> 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 then I found out he owned that too. So I was like, wow, that man's a genius. <laughs> yeah, you
0: Come for the baseball, stay for the wrestling. That's, that's, that's kind of what you did back there with the days of the Superstation. But it's just neat to hear that, that fan support. With the Braves on, I think the team has to really be juiced when they go out there and they get that on the road. uh, Like that is fantastic. So the Braves win, three-one final score, ten innings, and they're going to try to play uh, and get and extend that winning streak later on today. They're going to have Spencer Strider going with Cal Freeland is going to get the start for Colorado, and they're going to come out in those City Connect alternate uniforms, uh, which is going to look like the uh, state of Colorado's license plate, which is this green and white thing.
1: Never seen it, so
0: you never seen the license plate the great,
1: in Colorado. I th- I can remember a little bit, it looks like mountains a little bit, right? Mountains yeah. and it's green and
0: white. Okay, okay. Oh, hey. So, in the theme of the license plate, they're gonna the team's got uniforms. That Is look this like the it. first time they've ever wore this, this? I think It's the first time they're gonna wear them, they're gonna <laughs> debut them tonight.
1: Okay, well, so like if you, you tune said, in to watch the Braves, you're
0: gonna see something a little
1: different. Okay, I mean, I like their purple and black look, oh, I, I think it's classic, and, and you know. They were one. So they, weren't they one of the first teams to go to the the vest type of baseball jersey? Maybe
0: compared to with them, of course, Cincinnati Reds years right. years ago. Yeah. But they, they kind of revived the look that the Reds had.
1: Yeah, back, back you know. in the day. That's yeah. one of the ballparks I gotta check off. I've never been to. Of course, I've been to Denver. Okay. But I've never been to Coors Field or the Bronco Stadium, wherever they yeah, call I that been now. But the Broncos, I've been there. Well, you know,
0: They don't call it Mile High anymore. But I've I've, I've been
1: there for games. Yeah, okay. But no, I got it. I want to I want to go there and just see that launching pad. I want to I want to go to one of those games. And actually, question Sam. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a baseball guy. I can enjoy going to a pitch duel, you know, go go to a baseball game, and you you're in the eighth innings, one two nothing, and the pitchers just shutting them down. And great defense, great defense. Yeah. But if I'm at Coors Field, I want to see 15 home runs. <laughs> I'll be like, can... this is a wasted trip. Like like last night, if you're at Coors Field and you're yeah. like, hold up, I'm at Coors Field and we ain't got no runs in the ninth inning. Something's wrong. I feel like I've been robbed. I've been <laughs> chipped. I've been bamboozled. <laughs> No, I want to see 15 home runs I'm like yeah this is what I came for like I remember I've been to Yankee Stadium twice yep and I made it a point to get tickets close to that short porch out there uh, yep. in right field, field yep. I'm like I want to see some long balls and I and I got my wish yep. I got like 3 of them that night and I'm like yeah you come to Yankee Yankee Stadium and you've heard about this short porch I want to see it and I want to see. And, and there it was and I'm like yep you know, that's why I learned that's why players love to play, Yeah, Yan- you know, offensively at Yankee Stadium. Haven't been to Fenway yet, but I want to see that green monster, and I want to see balls go flying over that green monster right. or ricochet off of it. That's on yeah. the to-do list, too. But, yeah, if I go to Coors Field, 10, 12 home runs, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't even care what team's playing. I'm, I just want to see the care long care ball. You don't care who's pitching, man. Yep. That's a bad day for the pitcher. <laughs> Whoever it is, that's a long night, man. <laughs> it
0: really is if you're going to do that. Wow. Uh, we'll see. That's what that place has a reputation for. That's what that area you know, has a reputation for. And that's the, uh, that's the other thing. So we watch and see what the Braves um, can do. It was a duel earlier, but 19 runs the night before. And uh, that's what you're talking about. You had one of those runs, those nights when a lot of runs were being scored when they played the 13-6 win in the first game of the series. Uh, Game three of that series is coming up today, and we'll see what happens as far as the Braves. More run production. Uh, Bats are starting to warm up. Think about it. This time last week, we hadn't seen on social media yet that Michael Harris has gotten the call. We saw. We saw that. We found that just before we got off the air at ten o'clock. Yeah, he had a press conference at twelve thirty, and at four o'clock he's on the field.
1: Right. Life can move at warp
0: speed sometimes.
1: And and if they win these three. I'm doing math in my head. Will they be 4-3 and three or 5-2 and two in his week of baseball? How about that? How about you know? that?
0: And he's brought some stability, first of all, to a spot defensively.
1: Got two web gems already, at least two web gems. Yes. You know. Got his first RBI with a nice hit back up the middle. He's getting comfortable. He got a base yeah. hit last night. He's yeah. getting
0: comfortable at the plate. I uh-huh. mean, he was a little over-anxious. Right. And some pitchers kind of took advantage of him early on. Right. It's a process.
1: It's a process. And, and you know, pitchers and the p- pitching coaches, they don't have a film on them yet, so they don't know where the holes in his swing is. I hope there's no holes in his swing. Yeah. But, you know, let's hope that uh, – Of course, the expectations can't get too high. You know, oh, he's going to hit 400 or something like that. Or, you know, let him find his groove. I mean, if he can be around that 270, 280, 290. Mm -hmm. And um, do you like him at the bottom of the order? You like that? I I like that.
0: I like that, especially with, with we get some consistency with Acuna leading off. Right, I think, man, you get a chance to have that track. I man. you get a chance to have that old effect that the Cardinals had with McGee and Coleman. Right, 9-1. You know what I yeah, mean? Just yeah. Right, you know, you get a chance to get that up at the top and, then, oh, my goodness, just drive the pitches crazy. You get those guys on the base pass at the same time. And oh, then defensively,
1: and then you can turn this season around fast. You really can. Yeah. You really can.
0: The outfield is, is, is shaping up. You can devolve more time in left field, and you're going to stabilize some things. Now get his back going as well and we get this team going in the direction we want them to, to to go in here as we head for July and head for the All-Star game and the All-Star break. Uh, that's something we want to watch for with our Braves. All right, coming up in the next hour. All right, Corey McCartney is going to join us at 720. We're going to talk more uh, Braves talk, get his thoughts on things that happened with the team this week. Also, some Falcons talk after that workout, Falcons' first look. At Mercedes Benz Stadium yesterday. We'll take you back there and hear what the coaches and some of the players had to say. But up next, we're going to dive into some things locally spring championships, HBCU camps, or HBCU talking, maybe it's an HBCU argument um, about something just, just bugs me. But that, that's coming up when you stay with us. As Sam and Greg away on this Saturday morning. It was Sports Radio 1990 Game at 929 gamecom Available everywhere on Odyssey.